Um, thanks everybody for joining today's um, community call. Um, there don't, don't seem to be a lot of things on the agenda. I know a few people want to want to talk, so I'll try to keep it brief. Um, first of all, I'd like to mention that the uh, grant for the web call for proposals is still active for exactly one more week. If you haven't applied, now would be a good time. Don't leave, leave everything for the last day. Um, also, tomorrow, the uh, grant for the web uh, team is also holding an open um, office hours call. We can join and ask any questions you might have about your proposals or about the process or anything like that. Feel free to join that that call tomorrow. It's uh, kind of on a similar time zone to, to this, maybe a bit earlier than this call. There was one a few weeks back, and there's going to be another one at the, I think it's going to be another one at the friendlier time towards um, some other parts of the world. Please join that. I think that was it for me. I know Uchi wants to talk about some of the uh, the things that are happening tomorrow, a joint Twitter space. Uchi, if you could talk about that, that'd be great. Sure. Thanks, Alex. So uh, I was going to share information about the upcoming uh, Apex Developer Conference. So there's going to be uh, a couple of talks focused on Interledger and also the Neurafiki project. So specifically, Ben, Koi CTO will be speaking about uh, Interledger and intro to Interledger. So if you would like to kind of learn more about uh, the details and how everything fits together, that would be a good opportunity to hear from Ben. And then we're also going to have a fireside chat uh, between Stefan and also the David from uh, Ripple, the city of Ripple. So that would kind of go more into the high level and strategy side of things and how uh, Rafiki fits into the Interledger protocol and also the big picture stuff. So if you've not signed up for the event, definitely uh, sign up for it. I'm gonna share the link in the chat. And then we are also gonna start having uh, a Twitter space event. So one of the first one tomorrow, I believe, and that will be led by myself and Alex. So this will be like an open discussion where anyone can join and ask questions about Interledger and also uh, any of the Interledger related projects. So it will be open to every, for everyone to join. And we believe that since it's on Twitter, we can like create more engagement and also more awareness around what, what we're doing with uh, Interledger. So if you can join, please do join on Twitter. I would also, it's tomorrow at, uh, it's tomorrow at 2, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm gonna share the link also on the chat so you can add it to your reminder also. Um, Brianna's also uh, that's all for me. Brianna's also gonna gonna join the uh, the Twitter space as well. And if you haven't met Brianna um, yet, Brianna is the executive director of the foundation. I'm pretty sure you've met her, but this is your chance to ask more uh, more questions about the foundation and how we work and things that we do with the with the intelligent world as well. Thank you. Awesome. It's really exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, G. Uh, ben, uh, Ben, 
uh, has a conflicting calls a day and won't be able to give a Rafiki update. Um, here's a sneak peek. That's going to be a phase three of Rafiki, which we're planning right now. And in the next community call, which happens in two weeks, Ben uh, is going to join us and give us a better overview of where Rafiki is going and what's being implemented. So far, there's a few proposals on the table about what's going to be implemented in the next version of Rafiki. I think mandates and invoices are what we're going for, TBD, with third-party apps being left over for the next version four. Uh, Ben's going to give a, a, a better update on this, I think he promised, uh, with like actually things that we're going to implement as parts of mandates and, and the invoices. Uh, I know there's people from Finboss on the call. If you have an update about where you're going with Finboss, that'd be great. Uh, hey, Alex. Um, not a lot to update on. We've um, been having some good discussions with some uh, consultants on helping us with the licensing side of things. Uh, we've spent quite a bit of time the last few days working out the accounting um, the, that's required to sort of uh, reconcile what happens inside Rafiki with what happens uh, in a wallet um, and try and document that really clearly and, and understand, you know, like implications for risk and liquidity management and so on. Um, not really much else to share at this point. Uh, you know, we keep kind of refining exactly what the, the, the offering is that we'll, we're putting together. Um, have had some further discussions with uh, licensed partners in the US to at least um, get the ball rolling there for uh, what we want to do with COIL. But yeah, nothing, nothing I can really say um, specifically about that yet. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. We appreciate the update. Sure. I, I mean, I, sorry, I just wanted to mention one last um, sort of clarification. I've had a few questions, um, like what's the relationship between uh, Fainboss and what we're doing and Rafiki. Uh, so we are um, major contributors to Rafiki. So the team, uh, the Fainboss team are, you know, currently contributing and were, you know, we wrote the original Rafiki when we were part of the Cape Town Coil team. Um, what's being put together now is a sort of major refactor and, and version upgrade of, of what we built actually quite a while back. Um, and we continue to be maintainers and, and you know, we'll, we'll continue to maintain Rafiki. Um, the product that we're putting together uh, would be, uh, you know, Rafiki plus a lot of um, what we consider kind of the, the difficult uh, deployment pieces. Um, we're trying to work those out and make it easier for wallets or people to deploy. Uh, and then ultimately also provide, um, you know, we would have licensing. So we take that challenge off the table for people. So to, to be absolutely clear, um, you know, we are, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but, you know, you can think of what, what we're offering at Fainboss is something like hosted Rafiki, um, except, you know, when you get a hosted instance of, you know, uh, I don't know, Redis from Redis Labs or uh, Kafka from Confluence, um, you don't need special licensing to use it. Um, so we're dealing with a lot of that side of things as well, not just, you know, not just giving you a hosted instance of the tech. Um, so for people who have their own licensing, 
um, or who are able to deal with a lot of that complexity themselves, you know, running Rafiki yourself is certainly an option. Um, and, and there's a good chance, you know, if we can get momentum here in the community around Rafiki, uh, there'll be other people um, coming to the party to offer, uh, you know, similar services. Um, thank you, Adrian. Janusz has a, has a question. Janusz, go ahead. Yeah, Adrian, for, for a really high-level view, is that how this ecosystem would work. So let's say, um, you know, here are the payment options laid out in the bottom of a checkout page or whatever. And let's say the first one would be something like ILP, Interledger Protocol. How would that tackle down or how would it go down in the sequence of making a payment, the connection to Rafiki or Fibus and wallets is, mm. is uh, you know, that, that's a very simple, practical question. Like Apple Pay, there is a button. How does it go down in the chain? If it's... I, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 so it's a use case we've thought about and, and have designed in the open payments uh, standard, which is, I think, how it would work. The specifics of the user interactions are actually, um, there's been a lot of work within the Rafiki team on how that could work, but nothing's been built yet. And I understand that to be part of the next phase of development. So I don't want to speak for Ben, who will give more detail on that next week, but my expectation is that well, my my understanding, and certainly for me, the vision is that you know, alongside Apple Pay, Google Pay, you'll have a button, you know, to pay with Interledger. And when you click that button, your personal Interledger-enabled wallet would be invoked, uh, and your wallet would have been passed some sort of session identifier or credential or you know something let me, like a payment pointer. And your wallet on the back end would have contacted the receiving wallet um, and done some negotiation around exactly what payment is being requested. And it will present that to you to authorize. So, you know, you will click pay with Interledger, you'll be presented with an iframe or a pop up, or you'll be redirected to your wallet. You'll see the transaction details as presented by your wallet. Um, you'll have to authenticate, maybe log in, you'll uh, consent to the transaction, your wallet will use Interledger to send the money to the receiver, uh, and then you'll be redirected back. So, so that's, that's my expectation, or that's certainly the flow we've discussed. Um, getting that to work in a ecosystem where uh, it's open, as opposed to like Apple, where everything's you know, very tightly controlled is, is hard. I've been, I've been working on this within W3C and the payments working group for seven or eight years. Um, I think the advantage we have in Interledger is a kind of greenfield stack to build on. Trying to make this work on top of existing payment methods is you know, close to impossible. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully that answers your question. In terms of the specifics, I think part of the development work for Rafiki is is to figure that out and actually implement it. And then anyone who implements Rafiki, if you've got two parties implementing Rafiki or at least the same standards that are implemented in Rafiki on both sides, that's what the flow would look like. 
Um, thank you. So thank you, Adrian, for that. I think I think Adrian outlined really well kind of how it worked from a UX UI perspective from a flow of, of information. How that translates into a into a Rafiki world, it's actually two problems to be solved there right now because the interledger protocol is designed for streaming payments. It's not designed for I want to send you five dollars as I want to send you five dollars in a various rate, right? So the first the first problem Rafiki is solving is how do I give you access to five dollars into my account, right? I want you to be able to get five dollars from my wallet in a streaming fashion, and that's mandates, and that's what's coming part of, of version three of phase three. And the, the other bit, the, the the bit Adrian mentioned, which is actual that passing you to the wallet so you could approve those that transaction of five dollars or ten dollars or whatever, and then getting you back to a, a place where you can accept that mandate. That's a separate problem, and that's I don't think that's gonna make the cut for this version of Rafiki for phase three, and that's probably got what what's gonna be pushed for phase four, uh, just because of the the amount of work needed for mandates and invoices to happen. So I think that checkout flow, that back and forth for needed for the checkout flow, I don't think it's going to come in phase three. And who there, there's already been a bunch of design work on that, but yeah, it, it's it's there's um, there's a lot of like edge cases and complexity in terms of actually implementing that. And the the early prototyping that Kincaid did on this um, was leveraging sort of new browser APIs that are not available in all browsers. So it was real like forward looking prototyping. Uh, if we want to have a solution that's going to work across, you know, all browsers in all contexts, um, there's quite a lot to coordinate because it actually requires what we call a, a neutral intermediary. Um, which would mean an actual service hosted at something like interledger.org or, or somewhere. Um, because it has to be kind of a handoff. There has to be a way when you click that interledger button that somehow um, your browser shows you your wallet and your browser needs to know that. And you, you want to do that in a way that preserves privacy, which is the, the hard part. So you can't, you don't want to reveal to the merchant who your wallet is. You just want the merchant to give you a button that when you click somehow takes you to your wallet. So th there is a solution that involves a neutral intermediary, which we think could be interledger.org. Um, but that's, you know, that's only been prototyped. I think it, Alex is right. I think it'll be a big push for that to be in the next phase of Rafiki development. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Um, I've got, um, thank you, Adrian, for your update, by the way, that was really good. Um, and I've got um, one one more thing I'd like to talk about. I saved it for last because I think it's really important. And that is the Interledger Foundation is growing. We've got open roles for a community manager, a senior technical writer, and the junior junior technical writer. Um, I'm going to pass the, the roles in, in chat here. But if you'd like to join, or if you know anyone that would be a really good fit for those roles. Please pass them along. Um, I would I would love to, to work with somebody who's already in the community and involved, or somebody who's at least somehow connected to Interledger. So feel free to, to pass that along into your networks and help us help us on board. The community manager would be taking over this call. I know you, you, you all like to see me every two weeks. We'd have even more people in the call and the technical writers would help with the documentation gap we currently have we uh we have a 
we've documented the spec and the spec is on the website and there's a, a current gap in between the spec and how do you get from spec to Rafiki and documenting Rafiki. So it would help us move to a place where Rafiki wouldn't be just something we talk about here or something you have to have a lot of knowledge to stand up. We would get to a point where Rafiki would be easier to use for people who want to compete with Finboss, for example, or who don't want to, to, to use that. Great. Um, I feel like everybody who's had or who reached out with an agenda item um, got the chance. I'm going to open the floor for anybody else who wants to bring anything else up. If you want to, to showcase something or if you want to talk about something, uh, this is your chance. Okay, Adrian, raise the hand. Adrian, go ahead. Hey, Alex, you, you reminded me of something I wanted to mention uh, that I didn't in our update. So it'll probably come out before our next community call. But one of the things we have been doing at Fainboss is to keep, uh, to document, um, you know, what we've been working on and, and, and try and condense our learnings about how to deploy, you know, secure financial infrastructure and so on. And we're planning to, you know, share all of that through our blog. So, um, yeah, we, we don't see uh, we don't see being able to run Rafiki as a competitive advantage. Definitely, uh, that's that's not the value prop, and and we plan to you know tell people exactly how to do that. Um, so I'll I'll on the next call give an update on where that is. Um, but uh, yeah, look out for fanboss.dev uh, blog probably in the later this week or early next week to start seeing some info about exactly, you know, what we've been working on into the, into the nitty gritty detail. That's Sorry to jump in, Adrian, what is the blog URL? Uh, so our website is fainbos.dev, F-Y-N-B-O-S.dev. Uh, currently there's just a holding page there. So um, we should launch the, the website fully with the blog um, within the next week or two. But I'll, I'll if if it if it happens before the next community call, I'll mention it on the uh, on the forums and in the Slack as well. Thank you. That's okay. It also gives you a chance to you know introduce it in the community call. If it happens before the next community call, it gives you a chance to kind of introduce that in the, in the next community call. Okay. Um, any other topics up for discussions? Any anybody else remembered something they wanted to talk about? Okay. In that case, I think we're going to close it here. Thank you, everybody, for joining. It was a really good call, and I'll see you all in two weeks from now. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye, Bye please. Bye. Bye, Alex. Thanks.